We're going to be uh, continuing our uh, series of Signs of the Times. And today, I want to talk to you about fighting the good fight of faith. Uh, last week, we talked uh, uh, much about the situation at hand, and now we're going to understand how you and I, as children of the living God, are to fight the fight of faith. It's a good fight, amen, because the Bible declares it is a good fight. Hello. Okay. What is a good fight? A good fight is one you win. Come on now. And since he split this sea so we could walk right through it. Come on now. Hello. Hello. Well, if you've been... uh, Follow along with us. I think, uh, and I'm hoping that you get a clearer picture of what the real purpose of life is. Have you ever just really honestly stopped? I mean, just stopped. Catch yourself in your tracks. You know those moments you have and say, What is the purpose? What's my purpose? And you stop and you just Get real. What's my purpose? Is it working from paycheck to paycheck? Is that my purpose? Is running a business my purpose? Is trading dividends on the stock market your purpose (laughs) I'm serious people get wrapped up in it you know sometimes you have to when you really look at a question like that you have to like peel things back don't you peel it back like a peel, you peel it back. It's like an umpire cleaning off home plate, dusting it off, getting it clear so you can really see what is my purpose? What's my purpose? Do you know the Bible says that he's like a fuller soap? That means he's really purifying you. He's refining you, like Peter says, in a fire's fire. And what happens sometimes is we stop the process, don't we? Now what we have to do is is completely surrender to him now and allow him to do it. Allow him to do it. I prayed with some men this morning. And I said, Lord, I'm asking you to come. And I'm asking you to wrestle with us. I'm asking you to wrestle with us and win. Wrestle you down and win. He split the sea so we could walk right through. But if we stand on the shore, what's that song say too? No more fears. Come on. No more fears. There's a great verse in the Bible that talks about our purpose. 
our purpose. And it's out of the Amplified Bible. And if you don't have an Amplified, let me explain the Amplified Bible. It expounds on the Greek words. The New Testament was written in Greek, ancient Greek, okay? And just our English language does not fill the full picture of the Greek. So I suggest, <laughs> Mamie's going to love this. I suggest getting an Amplified Bible. <laughs> but look at this Matthew scripture. If you've gone here at Christmas time or any other church, I'm sure you've read this before. But look what it says here. She shall bear a son. Now I want you to keep this up too. She shall bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. That is, this is the next part. Look at this. And I want you to hold this one up if you could. Preventing them from failing and missing the true end and scope of life, which is God. Hmm. What? The whole scope of our life is God. Do you know Jesus is the living word? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And God came and dwelt among us. And then Jason read verse 13. He who believes, he's given them the authority to become sons of God. Listen. Gals, you are a daughter of God, a son of God. God has ordained you as the son, as a son of God. And men, you've also been ordained as a son of God and the bride of Christ. This is all spiritually understood. <laughs> Jesus, the living word, is going to what? Prevent us from failing and missing the true end and scope of life, which is God. This is the purpose of your life. This is the purpose of our lives. It's awesome. And in this series, listen, in this series, I don't want us just to recognize the signs of the time. I don't. I want us to find our purpose, which is God. And I want us to understand that it is obedience to him that these blessings come upon us. Amen? We can't resist him in one area and then say, oh, bless me over here. Come on. You need... And I need, we all need to ask God, wrestle us down and win, would you please, Lord? <laughs> because we fight too often. We fight too often. We try to tell him what he should tell us. <laughs> That's scary. How many of you know when you get your way, it always brings trouble? <laughs> oh, yeah, hands up everywhere. <laughs> Because if we obey him, it's, it's, it's not, listen, 
When we obey him, it's, it's not what he wants. He does not want a kind of religious act. Oh, God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, yes, I'm, this is how I'm supposed to act. This is how I'm supposed to be. No. We do it in love. In love. It's, it's when you agree with him with your soul, which is your mind, will, your intellect, and your heart. And I'm not talking about a beating heart. I'm talking about your inward man. When you completely agree with him. That your inward man is your spirit. Do you understand? But your mind has to agree with your spirit. Okay, so when he says, forgive. No argument. When he says, give. No argument. No argument. He's, are you kidding me? Jesus, the living word, if you're born again, the spirit of the living God lives right in you right now. But you can stop his work. You know why? Because he honors your own self-will. He will not make you do anything. He will offer. Here's life. Here's living water. And so many years in my life earlier on, I ran from that. But thank God he wrestled me down. Amen? But he still has to wrestle us down. <laughs> I haven't arrived. Are you kidding me? I'm closer than I was. Amen. And it comes from obeying from the heart. Obeying from the heart. If he says get married, no argument. Amen. No argument. Look at what you're dealing with in your life. Are you wrestling with God trying to get your way? Or are you going to say no argument? You're a living child of God. Hallelujah is right. You know, what we need to do is we need to respond and press into God. I mean, look at these days. Look what's happening today. Okay? There's a refinement happening on this planet. Can you feel it? Can you see the separation that's happening? <laughs> Because you know what, Pastor Mamie and I, Pastor Ben, this church, the leaders of this church, we want you to respond and give your whole self to God. Release yourself to him. Release yourself to him. And how do you do that? Well, an act of your will. You tell him. You tell him. Then you start reading what he says. You start eating it. He says... Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. He also says this. He says, I'll prepare a table for you in front of your enemies. Do you know what happens too often? We look at the enemies. Here's a table. You want to drink a glass of courage? <laughs> 
snack on some bravery? You want to eat the meat of a champion, of more than a conqueror? It's found in the word of God when you obey it. You submit yourself to him. It's all good. <laughs> because you and I both know that there's a battle raging. And the fourth uh, Satan knows that his time is short. Okay? But we're going to fight the good fight of faith. Can I hear an amen? amen. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. There's a gal. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correct. Coco Das. She seems to be a spokesman for the group that's causing the trouble in uh, Seattle. Uh, she says that uh, she wants to have 23 cities riot. And this is a quote from her. She claims that she's a, a spokesman for the group. She claims this. She says, uh, what we're aiming at is white supremacist, Christian, Christian supremacist, male supremacist, fascist America. I don't know, I guess because of my color, I'm a fascist to her. And I guess the, if the democracy that we live in vote for somebody she doesn't like, that she wants to destroy it. We're in a spiritual battle, folks. We're in a spiritual battle. But we have to fight the fight of faith. And it's a good fight of faith, amen? Amen. We're going to look at some things here, and we're going to find out, first of all, who you are. Once you realize who you are, that you are a child of God, I mean, when you really ask God to release his insight to your heart about you being a child of God, change your life, completely change your life. We sing a song. It's, uh, the first song we sang... I know I'm just going all over, but I just want this to be understood. It says, when the earth gives way, I'll not be feared. Okay? Do you ever picture that in your mind? I mean, seriously, picture that in your mind. You're standing on nothing, but you're standing. It's like Jesus walking on water. You ever picture that? This earth gives way? I'm not going to be afraid. Why? I'm standing on the rock. But how do you get that confidence? You get that confidence by knowing who you are in Christ. And that means you have to work at it. And when you understand who you are in Christ, just like what we're presenting Wednesday and Thursdays, the bait of Satan, offense. It's a thorn that gets in there, you know, the thorn. Thorn gets in your heart. And then if you don't deal with it, you don't release it. Here's the thing. Jesus says to forgive. No argument. That's how you get rid of it. I don't care if it hurts you. Listen, being a pastor, you get hurt a lot. 
<laughs> but I just worship Jesus because I'm in the Word. And I'm asking Him, and you should too. I'm asking for you that we be filled to the fullness of God. Do you know that that's a scripture? Could you um, now imagine yourself filled to the fullness of God? Use your imagination. It's what God gave you to help you in the spirit. If the earth gives way and you're filled with the fullness of God, what's going to happen? You're going to stand right where you are. I like this stuff. <laughs> I do. I really like this church. You know, Jesus expects his church to be salt and light at this time. You and I, we belong to a different kingdom. It's a reality. Yes, we have to deal with things here. But if you don't have the mindset of being in a different kingdom and walking in the kingdom's responsibility, you're missing out. You really are missing out. And you find that in the word. You find that in Scripture. Fighting the good fight of faith, we're to pray against evil. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But evil. And we speak to it. We pray against it. The Bible declares in 1 Thessalonians that even the Antichrist cannot manifest until he who's holding him back is taken out of the way. Sounds like some power to me. So who's holding him back? Well, the Holy Spirit is holding him back, folks. And where's the Holy Spirit? In us. The Holy Spirit is in you, filled to the fullness of God. So when the devil appears right in your bedroom, you know, he said, <laughs> it's only you. Come on. Fearless. Fearless. I want you to take a look at this next scripture, please. Because we have to battle darkness in our nation. Amen. We got a, we're, we're fighting darkness in this state, in this county, in this city, darkness in the neighborhood. And if we open our eyes to it and allow God to really deal with our hearts, there might be some evil in your house. I'm asking you, what are you watching? Again, lusting, watching porn, God will deal with you there. And then you got to say, no argument. Those days are gone. And he empowers you to do it. But you're going to have to start feeding on his word to empower yourself to walk away from that. Amen? It's real. This power that Jesus has, he's giving it to you and he's giving it to me. We have the authority, the Bible declares, to be called sons and daughters of God. Look at this next scripture. I'm bringing you into him. 
<laughs> I'll tell you what, this is so good. 1 John 5, 19. It says, we know that we are from God. Did you know that you're from God? Can we get that up there? There. We know that we're from God. Here's the key. Who has the power of this world? For a time being, the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. Can you see it manifesting? It goes back to the say, light and darkness are colliding. Satan knows his time is short. Did Jesus leave the church any power, any authority over this darkness? <laughs> Look at this next scripture. First, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. You know, you find this in the Bible when you're reading it. <laughs> Just put my thumb on you a little bit, guys. <laughs> That's how you possess this. You might hear it from me. It sounds awesome because it is. But you have to own it. How do you own it? Yes. You own it by reading it. You own it by meditating on it. Because it's yours freely to give. It's yours. You can have it. God is saying, here, here, here. <laughs> he delivered us from the power of darkness. Hmm. How beautiful is that? And then he did what? Transferred us. Ooh. Just think of that. Do you mind think about that? Did you see it in your heart? He transferred us. <laughs> to the kingdom of the son that he loves. Hmm. Are you imagining these things, please? Because that's how you drop it into your heart. That's how you take it and own it. And you've got to go back over and read it again. Read it again. Read it again. Read it again. The Bible's full of this. See, you have the authority as a child of God. But if there's nothing in there, and we have the opportunity... How many have an opportunity to read something? I ever, oh, I see those hands. <laughs> yeah, we do. What are we reading? Are you putting it in? Are you getting stronger in spirit? That's how you do it. You read it. You meditate on it. You imagine it. Imagine it. Imagine it. Mm. And it becomes you. Because it's him. And you are to be conformed to his image. I'm to be conformed to his image. We are all the church doing this. And when we all do this, it's incredible power. He says we're salt and light. Salt and light. Salt and light. 
Look at this next scripture. Did Jesus give us any power? Did he give us any authority in this world over darkness, over sickness and disease? <laughs> you find the answers in the Bible. <laughs> it is the Word of God. It is absolutely the Word of God, even though I have it here. I'm telling you what, I love this book. I've had this book right here since 1992, I think it is. Isn't that right, son? Isn't it funny that both of our Bibles, the pages are falling out at the same place? I guess that's father like son. <laughs> and that's what the father wants. Because you have been authorized to become a son of God. Like father, like son. Mm, put your shoulders back a little bit, doesn't it? Hold, uh, that's what my mom used to say. Put your shoulders back. Put your head up. The Bible declares that you are royalty. You are royalty. What? But yes, indeed. And this is what we're to embrace because it pleases the Father. It pleases the Father. This isn't being arrogant. This is stepping into who we are in Christ. It's amazing. It's amazing. Let's keep reading. Oh, how much time do I got? Look at this. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. It's in the Bible. Just to let you know. I know If you come to this church, you've heard it over and 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 over to become a lover of the Word of God. Because it'll change everything. Everything. This is what Jesus said in Luke chapter 10. And he said to them, after, this is, let me draw the picture. Jesus had just sent out the 12 disciples and they went in and preached the kingdom. The good news of the kingdom. That the kingdom is coming. And then they came back. And then he sent out another 70. They came back. They rejoiced. Oh! They said, oh my gosh, even the demons are subject to us in your name. He says, hey, 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 guys, don't be so thrilled with that. Be thrilled that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Oh, we're to look to the kingdom. And when you look to the kingdom, everything changes. This is what Jesus said when he came, those boys came back. He said, <laughs> I saw Satan falling like lightning, a flash from heaven. 
Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power of the enemy, all that he possesses. And nothing shall in any way harm you. It's in the Bible. Once again, how does it become yours? This is how we fight the good fight of faith. How does it become yours? I want that. Anybody want that? Oh, yeah, I want to walk in all of that. I don't want to lose anything, and I don't want to miss out of anything that Jesus has given me through his torture, his beatings, his death, his resurrection. That's what releases it all to us when we believe it. And nothing shall any, by any means harm me. Okay, that, guess what? That means the battle I'm in. Because how many in a battle? Probably the whole world. <laughs> I'm in a battle. Everybody's in a battle. But we can speak to our mountain, amen? That's not going to overcome you. How, do, how, how, oh, Pastor Steve, how does that work? Well, works the same way that it works with the disciples. Same way. We simply believe it. And then how do we believe to a place that we overcome? You keep feeding yourself the word of God. The Bible declares that faith pleases the Father. Amen? So what is the spirit of faith? The answer is found in the Bible, of course. The answer is, the spirit of faith is I believe in my heart and I speak with my mouth. I believe in my heart, I speak with my mouth. I believe in my heart, I speak with my mouth. So when, who are you? Who are we? We're children of the living God. I guess we've been authorized and deputized. <laughs> Matthew 28. Jesus appeared to them after his resurrection and said, all power, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, you go. That's a transfer of authority and power. You and I have power attorney with the Lord in his name. How do we get this to work? Well, you start to believe it and you meditate on it. You imagine it and you bring it to a place where you can't be moved to the left or moved to the right. You hold straight. You hold straight. Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, he says that he, he said that we should go into all the world and preach the good news of the kingdom, amen, to all creation. Everybody, everybody. 
He says, those who believe will be saved. Those who disbelieve will be condemned. Do you understand that we were all condemned before? We were all slaves to sin before we received Jesus Christ? We were all there under condemnation. Every single one of us. Every person who is born. And then the gospel comes to our heart. Light comes to our heart. We receive Jesus Christ as the one who will remove not just our sin, but our sin nature that was within us. And he's going to replace it with the spirit of the living God. The Bible says, oh, the Bible? (laughs) The Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Hmm. Nice. Don't you want to tap into it more than what you have been? Amen. I do. You do. We all do. (laughs) So we just ask Jesus to help us. Holy Spirit, just help us. Help us, help us, help us, help us, help us. We all want to go. We all want to get there. It's beautiful. Let's, let me keep reading this. He says, these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. In the whose name? Yeah, not your name. Not my, hey, listen, I got no power. Nothing. But he's got power and he's willing to help me and you. He's willing to help his church no matter what they face. No matter the difficult situation. Jesus is calling right now. (laughs) He's probably going to call and say, that's right, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) And there he is again. Sweet. (laughs) well we'll get it going there don't worry about it oh he says in my name I'll cast out devils he says I'm speaking cast out devils that means familiar spirits this is a spiritual realm that we're operating in it's very very real I've been in it I've been in it on the wrong side Okay, and there's power in there. But then there was a moment I met the real power. Jesus Christ. And he delivered me from my sin. Listen, I was a child of the devil. But Jesus Christ delivered me. With his blood, he purified my heart. Filled me with his very spirit. And I'm here today to tell you he's doing it to anybody who asks him. (laughs) You know, the Bible says right here, it says that we'll speak with new tongues. We'll pick up serpents and they won't hurt us. If we drink any deadly thing or poison, it won't hurt us. We'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. No argument here, Lord. 
But I still have a pain. So? Will you believe this pain? Am I going to believe this or am I going to believe his word? I'm going to believe his word and walk through the pain. Amen? The Bible declares, greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. Greater is he who, you know, and the book of of Revelations has some rewards. There's eight times in the book of Revelations says he's got rewards for you and rewards for me if we overcome. That overcoming might mean that I just simply don't get rid of this on this lifetime, but I keep believing that he is my healer and by his stripes I'm healed. says, greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. The greater one lives in you. The greater one lives in you. Let's stop resisting him and let him have his way. What's an overcomer? What is an overcomer? I looked up the definition. An, a, an overcomer is a person who overcomes something, someone who succeeds in dealing with or gaining control of some problem or difficulty. That's an overcomer. Here are two, two things that the Bible talks about as an overcomer receives. It's found in the Bible. <laughs> Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. It says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. We are the church. So he's speaking to us. To him who overcomes, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. I'm I'm telling you what, I get a real picture of that in my mind. And I'm sure it's better than what I can think. Because the Bible says, he'll bless us above and beyond all that we can think. (laughs) Look at this next one. Revelation 26. He who overcomes... And he who keeps my deeds until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations. I like that. I like that. How many like to be boss? (laughs) You know you all want to be boss. (laughs) Even Trixie wants to be boss. Pretty much she is. (laughs) Come on now. If we overcome, if we put his word first, if we have no argument with him, have your way, Lord. This is the rewards for an overcomer. This is the rewards for an overcomer. Oh, hallelujah. Look at that. I will give authority over the nations. So we, what does it say? He who keeps my deeds until the end. So we need to keep his deeds. How are we going to find out his deeds? You're getting it. (laughs) The Bible. The Bible. There's more in there than you think. Come on. (laughs) Father, I want our eyes to be open. I want our eyes to be open. Jesus, I humbly ask that you would open all of our eyes that we could see clear. 
Dad, I'm, I'm asking you for myself. And I'm asking you for our church. Forgive us for trying to tell you something that what you should be telling us is different. I'm asking you to forgive us. And so now, Lord God, I'm just wanna, I just want to... We want to quit living for the dot, but we want to live for the line that goes to all eternity. We don't want to conform to the world anymore. We want to be walking in your kingdom and keeping it forefront in our minds. We want to be the salt of the earth. I ask you to release your spirit into all of us because we are heart hungry for you to know you to keep your deeds to walk in your ways to obey you to be fearless in battle thank you for anointing us with your spirit and giving us authority and power in your name. Thank you for calling us children of the living God. And thank you, Lord, that our hope is that indeed you are coming back. There's going to be a time, just like earlier we read in Colossians, that you transferred us into your kingdom. There's going to come a time where you're going to <laughs> transfer us in a reality, not just the spirit realm, but we'll be with you, the rapture of the church. We know you're coming back, and we know that you're going to set up your kingdom on this earth. We want to be overcomers, Lord, so we're going to have no argument with you when you deal with us. And just like I prayed with some men earlier, wrestle us down, Lord, and win. So that when we rise up, we will be the salt and light. We will take authority over the demonic influences in our lives. We'll say our homes are free and full of light. The light from heaven. Because you've called us ambassadors. An ambassador is one who represents you. So I ask that you fill us to the fullness of who you are. And let love abound in our hearts. Let all offenses go. There'll be no argument with you, Master. No argument with you, Jesus, the lover of my soul.
If you're here today and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, I don't know why you're waiting. I don't know why you're waiting to have your sins removed from you. Have that condemnation off of you and be filled with the spirit of the living God. Is there anyone in here? I want to thank you, Father, for saving us through your Son, Jesus Christ. I want to thank you, Lord, for calling us sons and daughters of the living God. We want to appropriate all your promises, Lord. We ask that you reveal yourself to us. Reveal yourself to us. Reveal yourself to us. Speak to our hearts. Once again, we ask that you would cleanse us from our sins. And in that, we say, no argument, Lord. Thank you for freeing us from our sin. We walk away. That means we repent. Repent means turn away from it. If you're watching this and you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm telling you right now, He loves you with an everlasting love. He died for you. He rose again so that you could be born again, born of His Spirit. All you have to do is just recognize that you're a sinner, just like I did. 1973, the college I was at, bowed right on the grass Jesus come into my heart I forgive you of my sins wash me clean I accept you as my leader and Lord I'll follow you all the dates of my life in Jesus name Amen and Amen